Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And with that, welcome to America's Heroes Group Roundtable with Clean Energy Infrastructure Partners, Zodiac Solutions, LLC. Today is Saturday, September 3rd, 2022. September is National Suicide Prevention and Hispanic Heritage Month. You just heard our host, Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Claiborne, the co-host and National Guard Army veteran. Executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have a great show today. We have two familiar faces, two familiar voices online with us right now. We have Rob Howard. He's a U.S. Navy veteran, president and CEO of Zodiac Solutions, LLC. And Rod Matthew, he's a U.S. Navy veteran, owner of Brevian Energy, specializing in microgrid technologies and renewable energy. And you guys are also joining us on Zoom, so we want to make sure that everybody is there and able to see you guys on either our YouTube channel or also on AmericasHG.org. So now let's talk about how you guys will travel to local cities and states and also spread the word and implement clean energy infrastructure solutions. How are we doing this, boys? Well, well, part of it is really, you know, we really have to start with letting people know there is a huge amount of opportunity in two ways. You know, people are talking about all these bills that were passed mm-hmm. and the infrastructure bill. We're talking about the, um, what is it, the Inflation Reduction Act. But the reality is we're more focused on helping businesses recognize that as we get more renewables into the system, it also has an effect on our the stability of our grids. Mm-hmm. Um, Rod and I were just talking earlier. A lot of people, they need a crisis to make a change. Yep. And if you have a business and you've got uh, refrigeration, you've got a business and you need things to be kept at a certain temperature, or you've got a factory process, well, if you don't have sustainable power, reliable power, and the factory goes down, guess what? You got people sitting around, well, they want to get paid. And so what we're really trying to do is have people, let's start having a conversation about how to put yourself in the position with a microgrid. We're talking safe, we're talking renewables, but we're also talking reliability. So what we're trying to do is let people know, look, let's have the conversation, let's figure out what you need, because each one is going to be different. We're talking design bills customized systems that are made just for your business. And if you want to to help your bottom line, we'll show you how to help your bottom line through this process because I don't know about anybody else, but utility bills are going one direction, yep. and that's up. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's really what we're talking about doing is being a resource to 
business owners to say, hey, look, I don't have to wait until I have a power outage to figure out I need safe, reliable, renewable power. And then, Rod, tell us for those of us, because a lot of people still don't know what microgrids are. Tell us in a brief moment what microgrids are and how they work. Well, well, first of all, thank you for having us. Uh, we appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak with your your audience is very knowledgeable. Uh, but anyway, a microgrid uh, is effectively, like the word implies, is a smaller version of the electrical grid, right? Uh, so with the big electrical grid, you have a big power plant, uh, mostly fueled by coal or natural gas, uh, that turns a big turbine that puts out power that's distributed throughout the whole mass grid. In a microgrid, that generate those generation sources are within your own building or community that's all connected together and uh, usually they they involve uh, pv solar uh, that's a generation asset we use uh, batteries or energy storage to store excess power when it's not being used uh, we use hydrogen fuel cells to produce that power we even use wind turbines to produce that power and the beauty of a microgrid is you have logic or a control mechanism that knows how to adequately or optimally dispatch those generation assets, right? So in the daytime when the sun is shining and the, the solar is putting out power, uh, it knows, okay, put that power online. But as it gets towards the evening and your power is declining from that, it knows, okay, we can switch on to the battery because the batteries have been charging, so the batteries are good. Or like a backup asset, like wind turbines, it can add that power. When the wind is blowing, they know between a certain time, dispatch that particular asset. So that's really what a microgrid is. You're responsible for generating your own power and not relying on the the larger grid. And the cool the fact that you are connected to the grid makes it a microgrid. Okay. The cool thing about, and correct me if I'm wrong, about a microgrid is that you can power, technically, be create your own power system and not be reliant on the main grid. Absolutely. That is really, that is really the intent. So you're not relying on the grid because uh, one of the big things people don't realize is when they're connected to the grid and they get uh, energy from their investor-owned utility, there's a charge that they get charged. Not only do you get charged for the use of the power that you have, but you get charged for the power that's made available to you, right? Mm-hmm. So there is, that's called a demand charge. So whatever that is, you're charged, and you get 15-minute intervals, you're monitored for your bill. And whatever highest 15-minute interval of power that you have for that month, that's what you get charged on a, on a demand charge. So we can virtually eliminate that for you because you very seldom have to pull from the grid with a microgrid. You generate your own power. And can you sell that power back to the grid for a profit? Yes, you, you can. In some cases, it can be for actual dollars. In some cases, it's for credits. It really depends on where you are. Okay. So- uh, but yes, that's called net metering. Okay. So, Rob, so tell me about your plan to travel around the country and, and start to bring this word out to people. What cities are on your agenda, and also um, how can people connect with you guys? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Rod give – we have an 877 number for people to call to set up time to work with, work with us on getting the information we need. And what we're looking at is um, once we've figured out and we're working with customers – you know, site visits, 
uh, are often a part of that. A lot of this work we can do literally from our office because of the technology. However, um, we're willing to travel to to help people get this set up because, again, companies need to recognize we should not wait till you get a power outage before you decide to do it. So what we're just trying to do is make sure that we are customer-focused on helping people get these microgrids the way they need to, 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 to have in order to have safe, reliable power for their operation. Yeah, we have partner organizations across the country uh, that effectively extends our reach to uh, really anywhere uh, we can help deploy the system. Uh, so because of those affiliations that we have, we can uh, technically uh, design a system and deploy the system pretty much anywhere in the country. What's that number they got so to call? Can, uh, you can contact us at 877-864-8777. Again, it's 877-864-8777. Or you can always uh, shoot us an email to sales at Brevian. That's D as in Bravo, R as in Romeo, E as in Edward, B as in Victor, I as in India, A as in Apple, N as in November, energy.com. Again, that's sales at brevianenergy.com. For our audience, be, be aware that this information will be made available on our YouTube channel and also on americashd.org. So you can also get this information and replay it, get the, all the data and the phone numbers again um, through our website and also through our YouTube channel. Now, I've noticed, I was at a workshop yesterday, I noticed that there was, one of the uh, schools of South Suburban College was out there, shout out to South Suburban College, they were actually, they had a program that was teaching people uh, about renewable energy and microgrids. Is that something that's being rolled out? Do you see more um, education going out there through the community colleges and around the colleges around the country and trade schools and things like that? Absolutely. I think on the previous show that we had with you, as a matter of fact, uh, we talked about uh, you're seeing more of that education come online. And frankly, there's a lot of that stuff that's, you know, free or, you know, very inexpensive, to say the least. Uh, uh, enough information to get you uh, familiar with what microgrids are, uh, could get you started. And, you know, if you choose that as a career path, uh, they have a, a lot of courses that can really get you on your way with that that, that charge little to no money. Um, so, and we're really starting to see a lot of that starting to roll out at the community college level. Uh, of course, they, they have some of those classes available uh, in the in the major colleges. But our community colleges, where they support more of our technical training, uh, you're starting to see those come out as course options to get like certificates uh, in being a solar or renewable kind of technician. And how hard is it, uh, uh, Rob, for you to create a microgrid for your business? Say you're a small business and you rely, rely heavily on electricity. Maybe you're running a rig to, to try to mine Bitcoin or something like that, cryptocurrency, which is a big thing, I know, in California. Um, how difficult is it to create a system? Well, it's, it's really, you know, if you don't know how to create a system, I would say it's difficult. But here's the thing. That's what we do. We take your information, we look at what your projected usage is, what your current usage is, what your projected usage is, um, the landscape that you have available. I'm talking everything from what's on your rooftop to land you have available. And what we do is customize it to maximize it. And another thing that I would say, we also talk to people about doing smart things like weatherization. 
um, you want to weatherize your, your, your facility so that if I'm running AC, I don't want to lose my AC out the window because I don't have good sealed windows and doors so that now I use less power. So it's just about being smarter. So I don't, I don't consider it hard. I think it's just a matter of understanding what resources are available, understanding what space is available, and understanding what technology is available in order to get you what you need so that now you're, again, resilient, reliable. And, and the number one thing I think a lot of people care about, particularly when they're in business, how do I save on my electric bill? Hmm. And then how, how, so how cost-effective is it? I know there's a lot in the past, especially with solar and things like that, the startup cost and the implementation cost was so high that it really, for a lot of, especially homeowners and some small businesses, didn't make a lot of sense to try to invest in like a big solar panel or some kind of wind farm, mini wind farm, something like that on the roof or their building or their land. What are some of the incentives now being offered to help people get these things implemented? Right now, you see with the uh, recent legislation that just passed, uh, there's 30% tax credits. Uh, that can go directly towards uh, the project. Uh, there are uh, certain accounting techniques or, that you can use now to depreciate a project over the course of five years, a whole 100% of the project. So those are some of the incentives. And then I know earlier you asked the question about how hard was it to implement. I mean, it's as easy as signing a piece of paper. Wow. Uh, we can make that happen for you. Mm. So there's really not much you have to do. And the beauty of it is we work with finance partners where you don't have to come out of your pocket with a nickel up front. So no money up front. You just start experiencing the savings immediately. And the thing I like the most about what you're talking about is the fact that you are energy independent. You're not reliant on a main power grid source. So if the power does go out, particularly as electricity becomes more in demand because we got electric cars coming online, we have all these new things, appliances, everything in the, in the house is smart and electric. So we see electricity becoming once again, as it was 100 years ago, the foremost way of getting energy on planet Earth. I mean, so it makes sense. And we know that our infrastructure in this country has not really been maintained as well as it could have been over the last 50 years or so. So our infrastructure across the across the country is deteriorating. So this is looks like something that, you know, we really want to take advantage of. Um, I think yet still, though, and I keep getting uh, uh, feedback from the um, from our people, their viewers and people that I talk to that it just, they just can't wrap their mind around it quite yet. They just don't understand, you know, how easy or how um, the cost savings would be if they try to take a step and, and go in this direction. They think it's going to be something ugly in their house. It's going to do, or it's going to be something that's going to take over their business. They don't really understand all the dynamics of what's going on. So, uh, Rob, break it, break down some of the things you would talk about when you meet people and travel around the country to try to get them more educated about the process and what they need to do. Right. And, I, and, and let, me, let me, I'll try to explain it this way, because I do understand it's when you don't know. That's when it's like, because then you start creating all the unknowns in your head. But remember this, what we want to do is help you just think about what you pay in electric utility rates. We're going to help you save a third of it. Just think, just now run the numbers on that. I pay $10,000 a month to, for the electric bill in my factory I'm down to $7,000 a month. I now have $3,000 every month that I can pay for employee benefits, that I can uh, upgrade other equipment. 
That's the first thing. The second thing is to remember this. We work with the available space. And I'm talking about it's not something where you're going to have this monstrosity sitting out there. The, the equipment, I mean, times are changing. And what we're trying to help, particularly in our community, is to help people get in front of this and not wait. Because in those bills, there are limits of how much they're going to use for these credits and, and funding that's available. And let's not wait until everybody else got theirs and we are sitting here not getting what we need in order to help our businesses thrive and grow. Hmm. So it's not that I don't, I don't look at it. And again, I understand I've spent 30 plus years in the utility industry. And what I am telling you is if you want to not lose weeks of food and in and stuff in your say for your restaurant you don't want to wait till something happens you want to get in front of it so be proactive and rock can give you that number again just call us and we can set up some time to talk through it and see what we can do what's that number rob again that's 877-864-8777 or sales at brevianenergy.com so tell us also about, so when you go into the different communities, first of all, when are you guys coming to Chicago? I don't have a set date yet. I'll be, actually, I'm next, later, we're in September now, so it's this month. I'm tra- traveling to Ghana to actually have an education conference to talk about just this. Mm-hmm. And so we need to set it up, and what we're going to do is, based on the folks that call us, and we set up the appointments, and then we'll try to group some things and then head out there. I've got family in Chicago, so, you know, any excuse will do. And then how small of a project is, 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 is practical for a microgrid with today's technology? That's for either one of you guys. Oh, you can really be any size, but for, for us, what qualifies is a, as a project that's at least 100 kilowatts of peak demand. And what does that mean? That's, that's what... Uh, that means what your, as we talked about, that 15-minute interval of how much power you would need ultimately to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it. So that peak demand is <clears throat> whatever period. That's the summertime when if you are a business that you're running all your AC units, uh, you're running your refrigeration, uh, you're running all your lights in the building, you got all your employees in the building at the same time. Whatever that demand is, you need the most amount of energy is that's what we designed the system to meet. So is that so a like going onto? So that, is that a factory or is that maybe a that could be could that be a storefront? Like how much energy would a hundred kilowatts? How much would that? A so hundred kilowatts. Uh, it really depends on how much energy you're using, right? It could be a small uh, store with you know fifteen AC units. You know, it could be a warehouse that keeps the stuff cool. Um, you know, so it really depends on the power use. But I would say. Somewhat like a you know a medium small to medium sized office building okay. uh, would be about the be about the size of a hundred kilowatts. Mm-hmm. And I can see, I can imagine, particularly demand. with this, a business that size, this how the cost savings would would matter. You know, it's particularly because I'm thinking of a business now that has that they spend about six thousand dollars a month in electric bills. You know, keeping trying to keep you know a facility cool, and, and when they have events and things like that in the summertime, I mean that I mean that is that is huge. 
Um, and so right. do you do you see the information trickling down to the ground level? That's my last question. Do you see that the everyday person now is starting to really is starting to get awareness of this? Because a lot of people still have no idea about microgrids. Are you? It, it's certainly an education process for us. I mean, that's something that Rod and I talked about. Uh, even in our communities, uh, you know, we're not really aware of what's going on. So it's really an education process for us. But for us, uh, you know, what speaks volumes for us is the numbers, right? So if we're able to assess what you're using right now, uh, design a system and come back and say, hey, listen, you're spending this now, with the microgrid, you can be spending this. And they're like, oh, whatever, Mr. Microgrid, whatever you are, I like you. <laughs> because the numbers, the numbers bear that out. So not only is it more responsible for the planet, not only are you getting more resilient power, but it is directly impacting your bottom line. And frankly, we work with a lot of um, groups like uh, nonprofits because really they can't take advantage of the tax credits anyway, and we have people who can fund these projects and take advantage of the tax credits, so it certainly is a win-win. On that note, we have two great guys here going to give the information out about microgrids and technology and also the, the importance of energy independence. Rob Howard, U.S. Navy veteran, president and CEO of Zodiac Solutions. Rod Matthews, U.S. Navy veteran, owner of Brevian Energy. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.